EC Africa 100, connecting entrepreneurs on the African continent and beyond. Profiling 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days. Tune in as we amplify African excellence with your host, Vanessa Paramal, on Africa Business Radio. Thank you everyone for joining another episode of EC Africa 100 on Africa Business Radio. Thank you for engaging with the podcast. I'm not sure where you're downloading from. As you know now, we are 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days scaling to Tanzania, Kenya, Zimbabwe as we speak. A highly disruptive platform, so disruptive that I never thought today's guest would be a man of God, a man of religion, who loves music, by the way. I often see him at these concerts I go to. And I'm really excited to understand the value proposition for entrepreneurs in our business show on how we as entrepreneurs can think out of the box to provide solutions for our communities. So get nearer, bring your coffee, get your pens and paper. This masterclass, I think, is going to be one that's going to add significant value but also shift the way we think of our hustle. Rabbi, welcome to the show and thank you for joining EC Africa 100. Thank you, Vanessa, for having me here. It's a big honor to be together with you. It's an honor for me to be with you. I never thought I'd be with a rabbi. I'm always like, you know, religion, business, entrepreneurship. Let's start there. Does it go together? In the new world, it does. (laughs) Everything goes together in the new world. And, you know, we're meeting on a day, like four days after the worst massacre the world has seen in the 21st century, where people like praying in a social media age. How painful was that, Rabbi? I was horrified (laughs) to see this on social media. Normally, it's something you don't know much detail about. It just shows you how social media has the power of either, either being used for positivity or negativity. What we saw the other week in New Zealand was obviously for negativity. It's our role in the media world and the social media world to transform that to positivity. And you meet me on common ground. So EC Africa is about pushing the boundaries to tell a positive business story in a pan-African network. So to answer your question how we started, we wanted to dismantle the narrative of the black child or the African, because we are both Africans, with the begging bowl. So tell me what your thoughts are about the begging bowl uh, concept, because I know you work in communities, and tell me about the Sydenham Shul, and more importantly, how come as a rabbi, you always seem to be engaging in business matters? (laughs) So the rabbi today also, of the new age, is an entrepreneur. The days of old where the rabbis or the pastors would sit in their rooms and study day in day out we've got to do more than that the community needs us to be more entrepreneur orientated and to see what else we can provide and assist them and inspire them and engage with them in terms of the world in terms of businesses in terms of ethics in terms of engagement with our communities and so part of my role as a rabbi is to work with our members of the community in particular I work with a younger division teenagers, young professionals, seeing their growth from school into university into businesses and finding ways to engage with them. They need direction. 
They need guidance, they need inspiration. So it's my role to try and provide that. Using social media and other platforms and engaging with them and inviting them to programs and high level celebrities and guests who are gonna lecture to them in the synagogue structure and forum, that's part of my role. And together with that, we also look for ways to help the wider communities, not just our Jewish community, but the wider community. And that got me involved in a project called the Sounds of Celebration Project, looking to raise money once again and establish marimba hubs for ch children around the country, around the city, in the, uh, schools and community centers and inspire them. That's my role, inspire them. How do you do that? You've got to be an entrepreneur today. So entrepreneurship we often see through one lens. Our hustle, how can we access markets? How can we find our next clients? How do we convert our next client into a sale? And you know, we're very Pan-African focused on the show in a global village. In doing the show and meeting people like you, can you help us to, in fact, find our shortcomings as entrepreneurs, to look at the glass with a different vantage? Because you clearly are using entrepreneurship to further what you need to do anyway to fulfill your mandate as a Jewish rabbi, but you've seen a gap in the market. Tell us how this all works together. So I think that as a rabbi, I've seen where entrepreneurship isn't about the next client and the next profit of money. So often what can happen with entrepreneurships is we fall into a selfish mode. It's about my next deal. It's about my next break. Mm -hmm. It's about my next earning. Entrepreneurs have the huge potential of not just establishing their own businesses and benefiting themselves. Entrepreneurs, like you said, can disrupt, can change society for the good. And that's, I think, a role where I've seen my role. The client that I'm looking for is not another business owner or an investor into a business product. The client I'm looking for is another child who's going to buy in to playing marimbas and changing their lives and their families. And I think the entrepreneurs have such energy. They're creative, they're innovative, they, change, they think out of the box. So obviously they have to earn a living and live comfortable lifestyles as they deserve to. But let's also use our entrepreneur traits to be able to change civilizations and societies around us by thinking out of the box and creating creative and innovative ways of connecting with our youth and our wider communities. So you touch on a point I think that unites us as a continent because steel pans and marimbas in particular is a uniting point for us as Africans. Do you agree? Absolutely. Music in general, in particular, marimbas and steel pans. Tell us about the marimbas and the hubs and teachers listening into the show get nearer. Here's your opportunity. So our goal is to create a marimba hub in a school, underprivileged neighborhood that doesn't have bands and uh, musical performances and productions. We want to offer that. That's called entrepreneurship. That's called innovation. Bringing children to play marimbas. Now, the advantage of the marimba is that you don't need to read musical notes. So you save a lot of time in training a child on the marimba. The moment the child commits themselves to wanting to be part of this, they are taught by ear to be able to perform on a marimba. They then join a band because you have to play with a number of performers together. They're playing together. Suddenly they realize how special they are, what 
talent they have, how they can work together with their friend or their friends around them. This creates social cohesion. This creates unity. I'm not on my own. I'm not selfish. I know I have to cater and work together with others as well. And we've seen that through the marimbas and the still pans too. And as the child gets more comfortable and more part of that band, they then are able to start performing, not just in their community center or in their school. We then bring them to a stage. We showcase our talent, their talent, on a stage for everyone to see. This is what happens when you start committing yourself to something new. So let's talk about changing the narrative. So the narrative out there is that Jewish people buy from each other, Jewish people support each other's businesses, etc. As a rabbi in the Jewish community, excess in funding for a secular project, what have I got wrong or right? And in tapping into new business models, how can we perfect or learn from? Right, so you're right. This is thinking out of the box for a rabbi of the Jewish community to now be thinking about projects and marimbas in the wider South African community. That's called innovation. That's called new age. And it's my role to encourage our donors and our business owners of getting them involved and helping me and the Sounds of Celebration team together with Education Africa and establishing that. Our natural way of thinking is I'm in it for myself. Well, our natural way of thinking is I'm in it for my family or my community. It's all part of the selfish mode of thinking. If we want to change the landscape or the narrative of South Africa, we have to start thinking away from ourselves and not start thinking about others. What can we do for the sake of society, of civilization, of communities outside of my own? And this model this project has actually shown me that we have the huge capacity of doing so. So the entrepreneurs out there or the business owners out there, don't just cater for your community. That's a small niche. Sure, you have to cater for them. Think out of the box. Your product is something that can actually help other communities too. Other members, other civilizations, other, other societies will enjoy your product. Find ways of getting out there, like a rabbi can get out to marimba performances and concerts. And entrepreneurs know how to. They can get out to clients far beyond their own niche. So we talk about a global village living in South Africa, and I know there's a big pan-African community also listening into the show and looking for diverse business models. In terms of the work you do at the show, the work you do in Sounds of Celebration, what are your scalable objectives and how can other people participate? So in terms of our community work, the events that we often host at, at the synagogue, at the shul, are catering in particular for the members of the Jewish community, in particular our teenagers and our young professionals, and finding ways to engage them into Jewish life, Jewish observance, and to be better South Africans at whole. I think that the role that can be open, and I'm looking for assistance all the time, is in Sounds of Celebration. We need all hands on deck not just the Jewish community, not just Education Africa and their team. We need everybody on board. And there's something that everybody can play. Entrepreneurs out there, if they're looking for ways of changing society, we're there. We are, are looking for assistance. And maybe through social media, and maybe through fundraising, and maybe through corporate a CSI allocation. The entrepreneurs out there know how to get out there. We want to team up with you. We want to scale together with you and try to affect and change those lives of the young children just through partnering together and through broadening this project to affect as many people as we can. In terms of schooling and business entrepreneurship lessons, 
you think we should engage in in the 21st century now i'm saying 21st century because i know you're very active on your social media platforms please educate us in terms of social media and how what are you doing differently that so many of us entrepreneurs don't even think about so we often sit at home around our dining rooms or in the office space at our desks and we think to ourselves how am i going to get my product out there how are people going to hear about me i'm one person two or three people working together and the reach is so difficult and also my reach is difficult but what's out there and available to other people there's so much going on there's all sorts of activities and publicities and advertisements that are there. And I sit there as an entrepreneur and I think to myself, how am I going to get out there? And the answer is, it's in our hands. It's on our smartphones. It's on our laptops and our PCs. The world of media or news reporters or, or newspapers, Vanessa, you know this, <laughs> the world has changed. Right. The media has changed. Once upon a time, publicity was in the hands of the news reporter or publicity was in the hands of the news reporter on the newspaper. Now, publicity is in the hands of an entrepreneur. If you have a Facebook page or an Instagram page, that's your platform. Keep on creating unique videos and graphics and pictures and updates and you'll see that the more interesting you are and the more attractive you are, your listenership or should I say your readership is going to grow and that's how you're going to get out there. Eventually people are going to find out about you because you're no longer sitting in your dining room looking for ways to get out. Social media platforms are there to enable you to do so. So let's stop there. If you're feeling sorry for yourself and you woke up on another pity party day, I think this is your day to think about doing your business differently. And I like the fact uh, that you can engage so intimately and so on point and in real time in social media. In terms of, you seem to have everything together. I know you're a dad of five, waiting for your sixth baby to be born. You seem to have it all together. Have you got any failures that we can learn from or have you always just perfected model? First of all, potato chips. That's my <laughs> shortcoming. <laughs> potato chips. Okay. Just kidding, just kidding. Juggling my personal life with my wife and my children together with professional life is extremely challenging today. It's extremely challenging. And I spoke about the advantages of today's world, of the entrepreneur world, of social media platforms right. and all. That can be very overbearing. Mm -hmm. And the shortcoming that every entrepreneur may have and has to be careful of is don't let it affect your personal life and your family life. Your family is the most important to you, your wife, your children. And the lesson I've learned is you've got to create boundaries because in actual fact, you're juggling many different balls and you've got to juggle them correctly. And while media is so accessible, don't let it overtake your life. You've got to be wholesome. You've got to be family person. You've got to have your wife, your spouse, your children, and then you'll feel confident. And when you have that confidence, you'll then go into the business world and you'll be able to do what you need to accomplish. Sound advice. I don't think anyone said have boundaries, but I think we need to be decisive in the way we approach life these days. Your final words, I want to know what inspires you and tell us where to reach you. What inspires me is that I want to matter. I want to make a difference and I want to make others to matter too. They also should feel that they can make a difference in their own family or their own space and world around them. That's my role. That's my role as a rabbi and I'm there to try and find that in every single person, whether it's members of our Jewish community or members of our Sounds of Celebration community through our Marimba Hubs. I want to make you matter. I want to make you and give you the opportunity to make a difference in your community and your country and your family around you. And that's the role I, I play. 
Uh, you mentioned how to get hold of me. Yes. That's through social media platforms are good. Rabbi Yehuda Stern is on Facebook, on Instagram. You're going to spell that for us, right? So Yehuda is Y-E-H-U-D-A. As if my first name, Stern is S-T-E-R-N. Rabbi Yehuda Stern. You can find that on Instagram, on social media, or search for Sidlam Shul, which is my community base. And you'll be able to connect with me there. I'd love to hear from entrepreneurs that are out there that would like to connect, make, t- make contact with me. I'm learning as I keep on hearing and getting better at these interviews myself, I'm starting to take the tips. So, you know, I myself may even come to the Sydney Shul and look for opportunities, simple opportunities, because like you say, the opportunity could be in your community and it's for us to look and see how we can be relevant as a collaborative. Relevant is the key word of today's generation. What do you think of a platform like EC Africa 100? I think this is unbelievable. You're exposing talent that nobody else is aware of. You're giving the opportunity to young entrepreneurs and older entrepreneurs who have been individuals on their own, and you're showing how great and how capable and the amazing work they're doing. And by showing these 100 entrepreneurs, not only are you going to change these 100 entrepreneurs' lives, you're going to change many others who are going to be inspired through your program. So sometimes you've got to just get up and do it and visualize the vision. And I wish you lots of success in what you're doing. And I receive it. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you for joining EC Africa 100. Thank you for engaging with the podcast. We value all your comments. We're excited that Africa Business Radio has been so magnanimous to set up a channel for us and that these podcasts are viral and that we are interactive in a global village where we can learn from each other but also learn mastery. I'm beginning to get very guarded and jealous of the time I spend uh, soaking in the wisdom in these lessons. EC Africa 100 is where we're at. My hashtag is at Vanessa Perumal. Listening to EC Africa 100 on Africa Business Radio. Join the conversation. Hashtag EC Africa 100.